Hello out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period. Hi, welcome to Vegas Hockey Hotline. I'm Dana Lane along with six-time Nevada Sports Writer of the Year, Steve Karp. Chris Moose Johnson at the controls. We come to you from the Brian Blessing Studio, brought to you by Station Casinos and the STN app. Now, I told you, Chris, during the break, I said, we got a lot to talk about hockey, but, I mean, we've kind of talked about the Stanley Cup Final for two days now. Mm-hmm. But I, I have asked you, because I trust you, yeah. next week, yep. to watch my farm which yep. is known as the animals that are in my house. And yep. I have surprises for you oh. that you don't know about yet. It's going to be great, huh? There's two additional animals that you need to uh, take care of. And the reason why this has came to be... Rabbits. No, not rabbits. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. No, I got a bad rabbit story. <laughs> I told you I found two... I told you I found the two rabbits in our backyard. Yeah. 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 One is... One's happy and one's not. Um, so yesterday was, as many knows, my, my wife teaches school. And yesterday was her, well, today's her last day technically of school because she taught summer school. But because of the grade she teaches, she brings in animals. Yeah. The problem with having animals is the fact that you have to bring them back at summertime. So... In addition to your your duties this week, we would like you. Yes, Steve hates this story already. We would like you to take care of our little frogs. Oh, frogs! Little frogs, and two guinea pigs. Okay, it's going to be awesome. I love frogs. I love frogs so much. They're one of my favorite favorite animals. I am trusting you for Mm -hmm. a week. Yeah, to watch some frogs, guinea pigs. To to be in my my home. Yep, I'm going to be there. Don't go through my drawers. Nope. Don't, like, you know all the things. I know all the D- things. Don't think, oh, yeah, no. man, I'm going to have a huge eBay auction um, this week. No, I'm just like, this is, I'm probably going to be sleeping the whole time. <laughs> we got a giant couch. You can sleep anywhere that you want. Perfect. You could bring, I, I forgot to tell you, you bring your game console if you want, oh, if you have one. Oh, yeah. I, I have a oh, eight yeah. inch black and white. That oh, it's going to yeah. be awesome on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway, we uh, we appreciate you doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank Need you. Need you there 10 o'clock on Sunday. Of course, of course. All right. A lot of uh, thoughts, uh, of course, uh, on hockey. And we talked about the hiring of Bruce Cassidy. We all like that hiring. I don't think we've heard anybody, Steve, that hasn't liked the hiring of Bruce Cassidy. Uh, of course, yesterday, uh, Dodonov was traded to uh, Montreal in for Shea Weber, who is – going to be on LTIR so essentially you're you're shedding some salary which they need to do so that's a great first step for the Golden Knights the next step in your mind is what figuring out they want to keep Raleigh Smith and if they do finding the wherewithal to make that happen so 
you know, they, they picked up an extra million yesterday in cap mm -hmm. space when the league said that the uh, the ceiling was going to eighty two and a half million from eighty one and a half million. But that, that goes for all thirty two teams, not just for the Golden Knights. Uh, I think my gut feeling is that Raleigh Smith will stay in Vegas. How it happens, how much, for how long, I'm not sure. But I, I have a feeling once he and Cassidy sit down and they chat, Riley Smith's going to tell his agent, let's get a deal done, I want to stay. Maybe he's, he's expecting, his wife's expecting their first child. He is uh, very happy here. His golf game has improved, obviously, playing these great courses. And he's even played Angel Park and you know some of the the local tracks that, that maybe aren't as fancy schmancy. But uh, you know, he and Marchessault have become very, very close, good friends. Same with Carlson. We'll see if William Carlson stays. Uh, but I think that's right now, if I'm Kelly McCrim, I gotta find a way to keep Riley Smith and Golden Knight. And right now Vegas two point six and, and some change over the cap space, mm -hmm. uh, they and so let me throw two names out at you that would quickly. And we talked about one. I'm going to put another one out there. Well, you, you meant well in the first hour. You mentioned Max Pacioretty and his seven. That's million the first one. Would be probably the the thing that that solves most of modified the no trade with Pacioretty. Right. Right. What's the other name? The other name. Thirty four years old. Two years left on his deal. Yep. Alec Martinez. Martinez. I knew you were going there. Yep. And and that's five five point two mil. Five point two, yep. All right, for each of the next two years. Um, his game has been revived here in Vegas, and I think he's a much more marketable commodity than when the Kings And I think the price the is right and the term is right. Yeah. You have to Line teams looking for a veteran defense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Islanders. I mean, you know, Char's not coming back. I just, I mean, look, where are your options at this point? Aside from Pacioretty. It's not Eichel. It's not Stone. It's not Carlson. It's it's, it's not Marcheseau. It's not going to be Chandler Stevenson. It's, I mean, Will Carrier's, Will Carrier's got two years left on his deal. That's not going to, or one year left. No. I mean, that's not going to solve your problems. Um, well, you first of all, do you let Matisse and Mark walk? He's a UFA. See, I don't think so. I mean, so. That, that helps. I guess what I'm saying, you do it one of two ways. You could do a, a big a big deal like move Pacioretty 7 mil, move Martinez's 5.2 mil, or you could try to piecemeal together. Yanmark walks. You move off from Boisson, and Logan Thompson's your backup to Leonard, or maybe we even move Leonard. Uh and you say you hand the keys to Logan Thompson. Does it feel like that's going to happen? Doing that. I, doing I don't that feel that right now. Right, but you got like guys like Nolan Patrick who are making you know a couple mil. Uh, actually, Nolan Patrick's one point two million with one year to go before he's an RFA. All right, so yeah, you can get there piecemealing it, but I think you may have the better answer, the better remedy. Because I don't if, think if you could do it, I don't think you want to take two or three guys to to make no, to remedy you're have this. To fill those slots anyway, right. and, and you know you're saying to yourself, okay, our 
you know, Paul Cotter or, um, you know, people like that, are they your answer in terms of, you know, long-term? You know, Jack Dugan, uh, LeCision, uh, Ron Burke. I mean, those guys. Um, uh, and- Dorofeyev. I'm just saying, you know, all the guys who got time last year. I, I just, I'm injuries. looking at it, Steve, and I just, is, is it, to give you. Ready to, to compete for a spot? Is Morozov going to get a shot? Is Brisson going to get a chance to make the team out of training camp? To give you a shot, or not to give you a shot, to get under the cap, mm-hmm. to give you some room. Do they need, in your mind, would they need a Max Pacioretty to make a run again next year? I mean, that's it wouldn't what, hurt. No, no, no. None of this healthy, would. None of this would hurt. But when he's healthy, he's a twenty to twenty-five goal scorer, and he's an effective guy in your power play. Uh, but his injuries have been pretty consistent since his arrival here. Okay, so I don't know how good his durability is at this point of his career. I thought he got stronger towards the end of the year. I thought he got better and better with every game. I think the iron is hot. That's the answer to your problem at that at this point. Well, that's the answer. It might be easier to trade Carlson, even though it'll be a, a million one less uh, than it would be Pacioretty. Although Carlson's got a lot more term. I, I mean, my goodness, He's got what do you, five years of term. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you have to take on four or five years? Yeah, well, at, at but six? if you're you know if you're a team like let's say Detroit. And, and you're trying to get some, you know, two-way hockey, and and get maybe think that you could revive him offensively. Maybe you take a tumble, take a shot. Who, by the way, maybe also has a modified no trade. Yeah. Because so. George is McPhee's listening. Who's that? For Carlson. Yeah. Got a modified well, no trade in March or so. No trade. Well, your top guys do. Yeah. You know. So I mean. Even McNabb and McNabb and Alex Martinez. Alec Martinez both have modified no trade, and Petrano, well, Petrangelo has a no McNabb movement. Was extended. I don't think you're. No, I'm just. I'm just seeing him. Uh, I understand. I'm going through the list of the guys that have no trade you know. movements on their contract. Yeah. So I mean, really, when you come down to it, and and again, okay, if you move these guys, are you looking for just draft picks in return? Because. You really don't want to be taking on you're not salary to, yeah, right. if you help it. So I'm not. Ta- I'm not going to get rid of Mac. All right. What, Pat- if, what if? What about this? They don't have a first yes, round Steve. pick. What if yes. they can somehow get somebody's first rounder for Pacioretty and like a third in in, in a you year will or so? Never get somebody's first rounder for Pacioretty. Okay. All right. Well, I'm that's just, just not the way well, it goes anymore. I know. But in this sport. You got guys like Chuck Fletcher who sometimes can't help themselves. <laughs> yes. Brian always wanted to make deals with Chuck Fletcher. Absolutely, because he saw what happened in the expansion draft. You know? I, I just, the the options, and of course they could do, you know, I mean, they're with these guys all the time. Yeah. I mean, you could, but you're not in realist, realistically, you're looking at Chandler Stevenson. He's not going anywhere. Okay. That's a guy you want especially, in your organization. Yeah, at, the, at the price you have. I don't even think 
you know, Will Carrier, and I think he's a guy that you want in your organization moving forward. I mean, somebody suggested last year that he was gone, and I'm like, you know, I'm listening to this thinking, this is why there's such a lack of respect for this person's opinion. Like, there's no way this guy is leaving. No. <laughs> I mean, no. it's just, it would be so detrimental to your roster. You're, yeah. You are absolutely getting, getting a steal at 1.4 with him. He's a good fourth-line guy. Yeah. And he's uh, and he's an energy guy, and yeah. you know, for a team that really needed a physical and he's identity, liked in the room by everybody as well, yeah. which yeah. is important. You know, we talked about chemistry and how Cassie's got to get that room tight again. Uh, I don't think you want to let a character guy like Will Carrier walk or move him, move on from him. No, absolutely not. So anyway, that that's kind of I me mean, looking for uh, looking forward. I, I think I, we both agree that Robin Leonard is going to be here. I, I don't think there's I any. Think so I think I think it's up to Cassidy to connect with Leonard and, and make sure that everything is going to be okay between the two of them and and uh, just get on that same page. So Mark Stone this morning was on. Uh, the power play with Steve Coolius on the NHL radio network. And okay. Stone again talked about, and we, we saw him out and about on social media, um, you know, pumping gas. gas. And boy, what a great promotion. Got a haircut. I did the math on that. Yeah. And you know, that hair's been growing for a while, too. Yeah. When he first got it cut, it was real I'm short. about playoff beards. He had playoff hair. <laughs> playoff hair. During the regular season. But anyway, go ahead. But so, he said that he's going to be ready for camp. Yeah. Um, again, you and I both speculated. When you're talking about surgery on a back, we don't know what the extent was. We don't know, you know, what. Obviously, there was little to no rehab time. You didn't hear about that at all. So we can only speculate. But at the same time, you try to be, you try not to go overboard because you are talking about a back. And a back. If anybody's ever had any kind of a back injury, which fortunately I haven't, but I know people. Okay, so Steve has. You know that that is the one part of your body that even with surgery could be a problem for life. It took me years to get over my back issues after getting hurt playing hockey. And what did you have? My lower back, my part of my vertebrae were yeah. got fractured, but... Um, I got cross-checked from behind into the boards. and Which apparently to the NHL is completely legal. Well, it must have been legal in college hockey because <laughs> there was no penalty called. And my coach was going crazy as I got helped off the ice and never played again. Um, it takes a while, you know. But, you know, look, medicine's a lot different now than it was in 1977, so... I would say that Mark Stone's chances of making a full recovery and returning to the player he was before he got hurt are pretty good. All right? So I'll believe him when he tells the world that he is going to be ready to go, he's feeling good, and did did he talk about Cassidy? He said, in his words, he's excited about the intensity that he thinks he's going to bring to the locker room. Um, you try not to read between the lines too much, but you, uh, when you only have the lines to read between and you only have conclusions to draw, uh, because, you know, I mean, that's, that's telling me yeah. there, there wasn't any answers at the end. Right. That's telling me there wasn't any anybody to you know there was no raves and certainly there was no gallant and that was there was nobody there to light the wick. 
uh, of this team. And and I thought for a second, I thought, you know, you know how similar the path is between what the Vegas Golden Knights are going through right now and where the Tampa Bay Lightning were at times. There was a, there was a point, especially the year uh, that they were going through all kinds of injuries. Stamkos was hurt. They didn't make the postseason. Do you remember what's that? 18, or not 18, 19, 16, 17, when they didn't make the postseason because of injuries. And they were so close. And I remember at the end of the year, they, they, you know, there was a point where nobody thought they would make it, and then they made a big push, and it, it was a race to get it. Did not make it that year. And that was a year, of course, they lost a year after they lost to the conference finals to Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. it, it was a big deal, and it was because of injuries. It wasn't because of talent. It was because of, uh, of injuries on that team. Yeah. Well, then they come back after that. Uh, they lose in a conference final, and then they, you know, first round hiccup against Columbus, but then the Stanley Cup run. And I think to myself, well, how similar is this to where Tampa was in the the injuries? And the only difference, of course, that they decided John Cooper's voice was good enough. Right. (laughs) But this this is a similar path. And they asked Mark Stone, uh, Coolius asked Mark Stone this morning about, you know, is it, was it a good thing? To miss the postseason, to hit a reset button, to uh, to you know, get a different coach in there, to, to get healthy so you can move forward. And he was pointing out how, hey, look, Jack Eichel and him played you know in a handful of games, barely in double digits together. Mm-hmm. Jack Eichel had a different line made every night. He made the comment about it seemed like every single night we had to introduce our, ourselves to somebody different. And Eichel was playing hurt, if you recall. And Eichel was playing hurt, right. So he wasn't the same player that, that you could fully expect to see when healthy. So I guess the, yeah. o- the overall thing to this, Steve, is mm-hmm. the parallels that you can draw outside of the coach between these two organizations – that when Tampa got healthy, and of course their ability to completely replace their third line, well, and the goaltending, <laughs> yeah, goaltending helped. And I don't know if they're at that point. Well, they're certainly not at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe we look back, and we talked to Darren Millard about this. Maybe we look back and say, "Yeah, that year stunk," but man, look at us since. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a very real possibility. And Steve, for the life of me, if, if I have never been from a player perspective, I've more than been on record in saying I don't think Robin Leonard's a goaltender is going to lead us to this, uh, lead that team to You've the Stanley said that Cup many times. And I, and I stand by that, and I stick by that, and I can tell you, and this is where gaming helps you when you're analyzing and, and preparing for a radio show. It's when you're watching a hockey game and you know it's the same thing as when you're watching baseball. How much do you love that starting pitcher that today? Like you feel, you can feel inside. You've been in this industry long enough to know that what you're seeing is a guy that can take you a long way. When I am watching the Golden Knights, and this is just being honest, I am much more secure when Logan Thompson is in that. And now, now granted, we don't, you know, the, the shoulder injury, got it. They got it. Okay. Now, this may change next year. I'm just telling you how I felt last year. Yeah. 
And I'm very excited for Logan Thompson, but I'm not ready to hand him the keys yet. Okay. I, I still feel like he needs more seasoning. I need to see more from him. He needs to win this battle, which I think is going to be a two-man battle again this upcoming year. But I don't think this is going to be an 80-20 split. I think you're going to see a 65-35, 60-40 split because I think Logan Thompson's that good. You may very well turn out to be right about Logan Thompson. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not ready to hand him the keys yet either. I have a little more faith in Leonard. But I just want him, you know, I want to see him healthy both physically and mentally. And just to, and I don't know to that we'll point, though, Steve. That. I don't know if we see that. You have more faith in him, which is a great, uh, you have to have I'm more under. Him on his career and, and when he's. Right, exactly. When so, he's right physically and mentally. Uh, that's my point. He's really good. You, as an Islander fan, got to see him when he's healthy. So you arguably have at his best. At his best. No, it's not even arguably. It was when he was at his best. Well, so, was, so that's your perspective, which is more educated than mine, honestly. Yeah. No, no, but you're not wrong. I mean, you're you're entitled to feel the way you do. Um, I I do think if there was an opportunity to upgrade their goaltending, they should seriously look at it. I don't know if they can, you know, long term. Uh, you know, maybe Isaiah Seville is their goalie in the future down the road in three or four years. Maybe he turns out better than Logan Thompson and takes the net after Leonard's moved on. I mean, we don't know yet. We'll see. But uh, goaltending is tricky. I'll be curious to see if they keep Mike Rosati as their goaltending coach. When That would be between him they, and Cassidy. As they work out who's going to be on the staff. Of Cassie's, because he Bruce may have his own ideas about how to handle goaltenders and and maybe this particular goaltender in Leonard. You know, he needs to sit down with Mike Rosati and and say, "Tell me about Leonard. Tell me about your relationship with him. What's it like working with him every day? Does he resist? Does he fight you on stuff? Are you guys in lockstep? Give me a sense of where things are with you and him." And if Mike Rosati and Leonard both tell him that, hey, we get along really well, we got a good chemistry, I think Cassie should think about retaining Mike Rosati. I'm not saying he should. He should think about it. Because, again, we don't know what Cassie knows or is thinking, and we don't know what Kelly McCrimmon and George are thinking as it pertains to coaching the goaltenders with the Golden Knights. So... <laughs> It's, uh, How do you feel? It's a, it's a thing that's kind of uh, interesting. Uh, well, maybe we'll we'll go to the break and we'll talk about this in a second. But I'm interested. I mean, the upcoming UFAs when you're talking about goaltending is Darcy Kemper, uh, Jack Campbell, uh, of course, Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, when we come back, I just want to get your feelings on is there is the talent pool deep enough in, in goaltending where. It's not that big of an upgrade uh, as you move forward uh, over what you have right now. We'll be back. We'll talk about that in a minute.
STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and up to a $100 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to stationcasinosports.com or sign up at any station casino or wildfire. Complete details available at all sportsbooks. Oasis Bar and Grill at 4955 South Decatur near the corner of Trop has been totally renovated. It features incredible food with a kitchen that's open 24-7. Gaming promotions every month. There are cashback drawings for loyal players. The banquet room is spacious and a great venue for any type of function. Sports fans won't miss any of the action with HDTVs throughout the property. Oasis is a great place to meet and make new friends. The staff is fun and engaging. Get in on the fun with great food, great drink, and gaming promotions at Oasis Bar and Grill, 4955 South Dakota. Experience the thrill of the grill. John Smith Subs is home of the famous Steak Bomb and other premium deli subs with grilled-to-order marinated sirloin steak, grilled chicken, farm-fresh veggies, and delicious bread baked daily. Our subs are making a name for themselves with quality and flavor. Add an order of piping hot french fries and you have a meal you can't get anyplace else. Experience the thrill of the grill at John Smith Subs. Visit johnsmithsubs.com to find a location near you. Hey, Golden Knights fans, I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. I'm proud to be an official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. We're giving you the chance to play at home along with the Golden Knights to win home game tickets through our power play giveaway. Each time the Golden Knights are on a power play, we'll pick one of my Twitter followers who tags me on Twitter with the hashtag Adam Kuttner power play. And when the Golden Knights score, that lucky fan wins tickets to the Fortress. So make sure to follow me on Twitter. Go Knights, go! Calling all Vegas Golden Knights super fans for the Terribles game day giveaway. During all of Vegas Golden Knights home games, visit any participating Terribles location, make a qualifying purchase, get a scratch card, enter on the Terribles app, and you could win a $1,000 Golden Knights shopping spree. Best yet, one lucky customer will win this prize every day the Vegas Golden Knights have a home game. Terribles game day giveaway. It's only at Terribles. Visit Terribles.com for more details. Oasis Bar and Grill at 4955 South Decatur near the corner of Trop has been totally renovated. It features incredible food with a kitchen that's open 24-7. Gaming promotions every month. There are cashback drawings for loyal players. The banquet room is spacious and a great venue for any type of function. Sports fans won't miss any of the action with HDTVs throughout the property. Oasis is a great place to meet and make new friends. The staff is fun and engaging. Get in on the fun with great food, great drink, and gaming promotions at Oasis Bar and Grill, 4955 South Decatur. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and up to a $100 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to stationcasinosports.com or sign up at any station casino or wildfire. Complete details available at all sportsbooks. We were never the same, are you out of your mind? I don't like strings, no, no ties. I don't want to keep you dreaming, you waste your time. I don't need strings, no, no lie. All right, welcome back to Vegas Hockey Hotline. I'm Dana Lane along with 
Six-time Nevada Sports Writer of the Year, Steve Karp. Krista Moose Johnson playing songs I've never heard. We come to you from the Brian Blessing Studio, brought to you by Station Casinos and the STN app. Chris, who are we listening to right listening now? Listen to Joji right now. Joji. Yep. He's the uh, backup goaltender in New York. <laughs> but uh, this song is named uh, 777. It's a it's a great it's a great album that this one came off of. Uh, Nectar's the album, probably my f- top three albums of all time in my opinion. I'm not. It's just it is. It's that good. It's top that good. Al- it is. No, yeah. hold on a second. It is. What are we talking about? Eagles' greatest hits. Yep. Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> you you have to throw in Born in the USA. Yeah, Led Zeppelin Four. Born to Run. Hysteria. Yeah. Pyro. Yeah. All sold to over yeah. t- ten million copies. Yeah. But this I is think, the greatest of all time. I think this is top three. Top three greatest me, of all time. For me, at least. <laughs> well, we're yeah. not. Yes. He's a lot younger than us. Yeah. That's this kind of this whole album though is like a it's a ballad. Have you listened to any of those records yes, I that have. I mentioned? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm telling you though, this one's a, it's a straight ballad record. It's a whole oh, album. So good. It's about an hour. It's an hour. Yep. It's better than Back in Black. I love it so much. Straight. It's just such a good album. Everything on it is really good. I, I, there's not a song on this whole album so, that I don't think's bad. Let me let me ask you something. What's your horse race down to now? How many horses? <laughs> no disrespect. How many? I'm not doing any horses. Oh, you're just right a now. jockey running around. I'm just a jockey running around right now. What? How did five horses and and Okay, we're we're just we're making a metaphor because at yes. one point Chris yes. had yes. many yes choices choices as far but as then, a potential life partner. But then then you know I was just I had one experience with one of them, and I was like, yeah, not right now, not right now. You know, so I'll you cut them, them all off. I cut them all off. I well, said, that's good because you're uh, watching my house next week. Yep. And I need to focus on things. So you need clarity. Exactly. You uh, excited about getting on that boat Monday? It's a ship. They're very sensitive about that oh, stuff. I'm so sorry. I know. No, no, no. It's not your fault because I call it boat all the time. And my wife, who is a cruise expert, she gets, it's a ship. She used to say that. I mean, she goes, it's not the SS Minnow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it better I not be. more like the love boat. <laughs> it's a great show, by the way. Still holds up. It was funny. Yeah, I know. I used to watch that as a kid. Have you? Did have you gone back or have you seen old episodes of that? Of course. It is incredible, the amount of guests they used to have on that show. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember one that they actually had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders on. That's right. They had a horse on at one point. I mean, it, the amount of stars on, on the Love Boat was incredible. Yeah. I do like cruise. Have you been on a cruise? No. It's no. okay. It's the cheapest way to travel now because you go to Hawaii and you're renting cars for ungodly amounts and you're crossing your fingers that they're there when you get there. The place that you're staying is thousands of dollars for a week. You get on a cruise and you don't have to worry about anything. You just cruise. I guess so. That's why they call it cruise. It is going down to Ensenada. We've been there before. I, I didn't tell you about the horse gang that attacked us at last time did i tell you that story no what just really really quick we'll get to hockey in a second <laughs> you can tell i'm <laughs> no i, I want to hear this story no, you can tell this I'm... one sounds no, so I'm... interesting okay so here here we go Let's here's the story um my wife just give me the scenario my wife's from texas mm-hmm. and of course i'm from upstate new york 
So right there gives you an idea of our comfort level on horses. And so we were talking, we were trying to decide which, which excursion we were going to go on. Mm-hmm. And my wife picks the one that nobody else on the ship wants to go to, on. She goes, let's go horseback riding on the beach. You know, and she's got this vision of us just galloping along, holding hands, horses nuzzling each other, whatever's going to go on between these two. And we get there. And, of course, you know, English is hard to find. So this is already difficult for me. And these horses come up, and we get on the horses. Now, the way that you utilize this excursion is there's a guide in front of you, and you're just walking around the beach. And I'm struggling a little bit because being from New York, I don't know where to put my hands. I'm holding on to the horse's neck, I'm, you know, and she's just galloping along like she's the, you know, the lone ranger. And so we get to the end of this. And I'm so thankful. And there's no, no saddles or anything like that. So I'm, I'm ready to get off this thing. Mm-hmm. And as we park, I hear in back of us this galloping towards our two horses. And I look back, and there is this, I don't know if it's just you know the equivalent of, of kids having motorcycles here, or it's a Mexican horse gang or something, but this thing is galloping towards us at a pretty good clip. And I look at her, and I'm trying to stay cool, right? (laughs) And so I look at her, and all of a sudden, these horses get so close to us, and the idea, and, and they start, you know, rattling our horses. And, of course, my wife, who's an expert at this thing, she stays on. She's not happy about it. But my horse goes nuts. And I fall off the horse into the sand. And they're like, you know, saying stuff as they go by. And of course, our guide is is not happy because they do this all the time to scare the horses. And of course, that hurts their business for tourism. So that's my Mexican horse gang story that I will never, ever do again. And But you weren't you weren't uh, robbed or anything, were you? No, I was. A, oh, I was I'd be ready to go. All right. that, that would be my area. I'm oh, ready to. Man. I'm ready to throw it down, but yeah, no. The idea was, I didn't know what was going to happen at all, but they came at us, and I guess the idea was just to scare the horses and knock the tourist off, which was uh, accomplished, yeah. absolutely successful. And that was a long way down, and as the ground came closer to my eyes, I, I didn't know how it was going to end, but I I know I needed to look cool, and I was trying like you know how superheroes when they fall they do this. You know, this, this one thing, yeah, and a, the, you know, the, the hand on the ground. Yeah, the hand everybody out, looks yeah. like Roman Reigns when they when they yeah. fall. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> I almost broke my elbow. Anyway, <laughs> so that's my story. Uh, needless to say, I'm staying on the ship and having Guy Fieri burgers. Okay. Um, oh, okay, so let's get back to the goaltending. Right. You know, right. we look at how do we feel about Gar- Darcy Kemper and another team? How do we feel? Jack uh, uh, well, I mean, are we trading Jack Campbell? For Robin Leonard, is that not the same goaltender at, at some points? I mean, we were talking about Jack Campbell, and I'll, I'll explain that if you don't know what I'm saying. Jack Campbell, at times, we talked about him as as a guy that could be a Vezina Trophy candidate this past year, but then he is so hard on himself 
when he's not playing well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he was hurt. But he's so hard on himself that he doesn't seem to have that ability to say, okay, that was a bad game. Let's move on to the next one and, and put it in a compartment, throw it up on the shelf, and say that was yesterday. It seems to really get to him. So, And I'm not saying that's the same thing that Leonard has, but I, I, I'm kind of looking at a, a guy, and really it just derives from – Hey, you want to be as good as you possibly can. You care about what you do. You, you know, I mean, it's it's the pressure that you put on yourself because you want to be great. Understood. But then you get to. I'm looking down the list, and Steve, you got the list up. I mean, Miko Koskinen. Well, he's already left North America. Right, so he's he's already not there. Yeah, you could you could cross him off your list. So are we getting down to, like, when we you say? If I'm George McPhee, Kelly McCrimmon, I'm looking at goaltenders that are out there. Yeah. I, you know, it's easy to say, well, you know, we need to upgrade in goaltending. And a lot of people say that. But the back end of that is, oh, well, who's better than what you have? And I don't know, Steve. They're not going to. Believe me. <laughs> We're not going to see Marc-Andre Fleury here. No. That's never going to happen. No. That, that would not happen at all. No. So... There is no – you're not handing the keys to Huso, are you? I don't you, think so. Like, where would you go? It, I'm looking at the guys on this list. Marty Jones, Thomas Grice. Right. No, nobody. Yaro Halak, who's a Alan Walsh. Pekarski and Riddich. You know, uh, client. Francis with Colorado. Uh, Holpe in Dallas. I, and, and you got, you know, Campbell. I you know and Kemper I guess they're gonna re-sign him but he's gonna be 32 and I I don't know I've never been a huge Darcy Kemper guy from an age standpoint Huso is what he's your best option he's what 26 like 26 27 something like that yeah um but I, Darcy Kemper is not a I mean I, Darcy Kemper is good on Colorado and truth yeah. be told he was. It was decent in L.A. too. Yeah, I felt like they they he wasn't protected there very long, but yeah, no, but they they protected him a little bit there too. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's in a great spot. I think Jack Campbell's in the same type of spot. Yeah, those are goaltenders that I think really need an offense in front of them to clean up maybe their inefficiencies at times. I mean, we the old adage of. Well, your offense has to outscore your mistakes. We we talked about that, you know, for years in Dallas when they struggled with goaltending, but it was a team that would get you four, five, six goals a night. Yeah. All they needed to do, and boy, I, that's I, a very different Dallas team now, it's isn't incredible. it? Incredible! What a what a what an amazing yeah, it's like a metamorphosis, a complete turnaround now. Yeah, it's like the polar opposite. You know, now they got a good go, young goaltender in in Ottinger and. Uh, so anyway, the, the point is... I'm not is, seeing a guy on this list that makes me want to move off from Robin Leonard. Sorry. There just isn't, in my opinion. You know, if, if they wanted to... If they wanted to make a one-on-one with the Islanders for Varlamov, I could see that. Maybe it's the same salary. Uh, $5 million for Varley, $5 million for Leonard. Leonard loves, obviously... He loves the Islander fans and the Islander organization. Uh, 
maybe that gets done. Varlamov's still very, very good goalie. Just ask the Rangers. He uh, he seemed to have their number of times. Steve, don't you think? And and obviously Sorokin is the Islanders' number one goalie going forward. Don't you think they're riding with Leonard for a long time? Don't you think that's their thinking outside of anything they don't foresee? I think. Because if you go into next season, you're not going I, after a Varlamov. You're not going after a Jonathan Quick. You're, you know, certainly. Yeah, I think. Freddie Anderson's not an answer. Yeah, I think they want to give it a chance with Cassidy and Leonard. They want to see if, if they can get those guys on the same page and, and get Leonard's confidence back again and, and get him right mentally and physically. I think it's more important for him physically, though, to be right. Like you said, I think you said it the other day, he's got to get in better shape. He needs to lose a few pounds. He needs to get it's a his must. body. It's what he's, he's doing right older. now. He's getting older. He's got to work harder to stay fit. And I think if he could attain a certain level of fitness, it will probably help his durability. Okay, and he might have to tweak a couple little things in the way he plays in the net. And this is the which th- is fine. You know that you adjust as you get older. You learn from. We also things. play differently when you're 100 percent healthy. Absolutely, you're not always trying to avoid the spot that you know is is a hindrance to you. Um, yeah, I, I'd like him to be upright a lot more. But even looking into the future, goaltending wise, I mean, you really have two choices moving forward. I mean, if you don't want to sign a 34, 35-year-old, which I, I'm not saying they're you're not doing that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, the so they're not doing people. that. Yeah. So your choice is moving forward past this season. It's Tristan Jari and, uh, and Sorokin in two seasons. That's your options. Because you're not signing, you're not going to sign Hellebuck. That's what's going to be. Sorokin's not going anywhere. I can tell uh, you that well, right okay, now. Okay, it's in two years. I, I'm telling you, he's not going anywhere. So take take his name off your your wish list. It's not a wish list. It's it's a list of who would be a reasonable. Okay, okay, he's not going anywhere. Just, okay, just why, why is he not going in there. two seasons? Where where things in two change. seasons, he might be the best goalie in all of hockey. Great. So why would you move off from him? Because he's going to be a UFA in two years. Because they're going to sign him. Okay, and make I'm just talking about the goaltenders are the going to be available. Have money? They're not. They're not cash poor. They'll have cap it, space. I mean, you know, what are you? What are you getting all upset over? I'm just telling you what the facts are. It's what not a fact. It's two years in the uh, two Ilya years in the distance. He will not be going anywhere. Okay, if you okay. want, if you want to make a little wager, I'll be glad to bet with you. All right. I mean, we're, we're talking about Leonard right now. Yeah, and, and all you're I'm trying say- to find a way to move on from him. That's what you're. No, trying I'm not to trying do. to find. No, yeah, I mean, no, that's exactly what you're trying to do. And, I, and I'm not fine. because you're not, you're not listening. What I'm saying is, this is a list of guys that would potentially, if you're not going to sign a 33, 34 year old, which I don't think they're ever going to do. These are the only guys available. So because of this list, mm-hmm. you're not moving on from Leonard. Is the point? Right. I understand where you're coming from. So I'm not trying to move on from Leonard. I'm trying to show you that there's no other options. All right. Well, we've been having this conversation for 20 minutes about who's going to play a goal for the Golden Knights, and 
you are not convinced Robin Leonard's the guy to get him to the Stanley Cup, and I respect that. Which doesn't mean That's that fine. he's not going to be the guy to play. No, of course not. I'm just saying from my standpoint, yeah. I don't believe in him yeah. as, as the guy to well, lean on. It. It, That's fine. Do you ever foresee Robin Leonard, and, and this is why I'm much more into the camp of uh, Logan Thompson, in, in watching him mature and watching him get seasoned, it, in, in I guess assuming he's going to progress, do you ever see – we see the goaltenders right now, and these are two poor examples because they're so great, so this is not a good comparison, but we do see what it takes to get to the Stanley Cup final. And outside of game one, are you ever going to get Robin Leonard at a, at a point where you're going to be at 92% save percentage and the goals against around you know, two, 2.1, 2.2? Do you ever foresee that? And so if you don't foresee that, I guess. then this is going to be a glaring issue if they can't outscore their mistakes. That's the ultimate point. Well, you yourself have said that Bruce Cassidy's teams are really good defensively. So I expect the Golden Knights to be a better defensive team in front of their goaltender, whoever it is, whether it's Leonard, Logan Thompson, Boisson, whoever. All right? So I do think... Whoever is in that will benefit from a better system in front of him. And I also think a lot will depend on how Leonard and Cassidy work together and get along. If Leonard's in a good place mentally and emotionally, yeah, he's capable of playing at a high, high level and maybe getting you to the cup. A lot of things have to go right for a team to get to the Stanley Cup final, much less win it. All right, so you're convinced that Robin Leonard's not the guy. I'm still not in your camp. All right, I'll leave it at that. So, so you can envision. I can. You see, can envision I a Stanley see. Cup being raised. In the right situation with the right players, yeah, yeah, I do. But not because of. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're 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 the one telling me what to say. So, go ahead and say it then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what team they have in front of them. I'm not saying he's going to be the guy who steals series and and takes you all the way and, and wins a cup by himself. He's not that. I'm not saying he's that. I'm just saying when he's right and he's emotionally and mentally in a good place, he's a very, very good goaltender, and he can do what Darcy Kemper has done for Colorado which is getting you to the championship. Where's an acceptable level for their power play next year? 20%? Is that where we're is that the goal? Because the ultimate goal and I know we keep talking about this all the time is making the playoffs. But that's to me is not the ultimate goal. There I'm not going to put a number on it. I'm going to say that you want to create enough opportunities that you should be able to score. And I like what he said yesterday about we want to have our power play work down low, which tells me he's not going to settle for perimeter stuff and, and shots from the point all the time, which is interesting when Shea Theodore was getting his goals in the second half of the season from the point on the power play. So, um, But that doesn't mean that those guys won't be involved. I'm just saying 
his philosophy, I think, makes a lot of sense because they have a lot of guys who are good, creative players. And in Pacioretty and Marchessault, they got two guys who could set up at the hash marks and snipe. All right? And you got a guy like Eichel who's a really high hockey IQ guy who can get these guys to puck or at least move it where they're going side to side and creating mismatches. It's all about creating mismatches when you're with a man advantage. So I, I do think their power play will be improved. And one thing, that I, and we'll end the show on this, uh, one thing I really liked about what he, what Bruce Cassidy said yesterday was is quick puck movement. Mm-hmm. And not only you can't have just quick puck movement around the perimeter, it's what you do without the puck that are gonna is going to create space, it's going to create lanes. And that, I mean, I've said it until I'm blue in the face, is the one reason why Vegas was not successful. It, it, you go back and watch power plays and you watch what guys yeah. were doing when they didn't have the puck. They were not creating anything through movement. Right. And that's what you've got to what, what you got to see next next year. That and more of a net presence. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. And, and uh, I think they do those two things. You'll see a much improved power play. Because if, if the power play was even 18, 19, 20%, they would have been in a postseason this year. So, yep. Okay, we want to thank uh, Chuck Esposito from Station Casinos. And, of course, uh, we want to thank Tim Neverett, play by play broadcaster for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Next week, Steve Carp will be the captain, and I'll be trying to be a captain on a ship that I'm sure I have no business Say trying hi to steer. Meryl Steuben. <laughs> yes, I will. For Dana Lane, great trip, Steve Carp. Chris the Moose Johnson, now employed by KSHP. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you. I'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. I'll talk to you It's the good old hockey game. Second period. Where players dance with skates of flash. The home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up. And they're down across the line. They storm the trees like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Take me where hockey players face off down the rink And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink Now the final flick of the hockey stick and the one gigantic scream The puck is in, the Canadians win the good old hockey game Oh, the old hockey game is the best game you can name And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game Game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old.